Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hi, do you hope you're on? My name is Mr. Fruit and welcome back to the GG Over Easy podcast. In today's episode, we talk about the brand new Lord of the Rings show, Rings of Power. Spoiler free. Um, I've seen it. What I think. Um, Boo and Rob haven't, but we briefly discuss it. Uh, Destiny 2 is tight. Uh, Assassin's Creed leak, Hogwarts Legacy, uh, 300 Bones, drama, Halo, just a big fat bruh. Um, some Pokemon stuff. We talk about um, Rob doing a charity league for St. Jude with uh, some cool people like Markiplier. Um, Rob's probably going to get flown out to do a field goal kicking competition. That sounds like fun. Uh, as well as other news. Uh, but before we get into it, we've got a review to read. Uh, I got a review here from Mighty Pudge. Uh, it says, five stars, GG over easy has improved my life. It says, hello all, I've been watching Mr. Fruit and the Dream Team since I was in middle school and I just graduated high school. Oh god, we're old. My ah. work days are long and boring. GG Easy gets me through the day. Their content is always fresh and always entertaining. Uh, bringing personal insight to my childhood idols and showing the human element of them has been very interesting. For any news on gaming content or content in general, I watch GG Easy. All in all, GG Easy has helped me get through the daily, allows me to contribute to listening to my childhood idols, and informs me on current events. I think he nailed it right there. Wait, Thank that was you. actually that was actually a super wholesome, really yeah. nice review. Thank you. Yeah, and Mighty Pudge. Thank you for that. 
So you, make Mike sure you guys Hunt. leave your reviews, and maybe I'll read it next week in the intro. The party left out is where it's like it gave us gave me insight into my childhood idols and completely ruined them. <laughs> Why are my childhood idols so depressed? <laughs> what, what, what are they doing? Hey, what you doing? <laughs> What's the dog doing? Thank you very much, though, Mighty Pudge, for the review, and thank you everybody else for listening. Hope you guys enjoy this week's episode. Let's get into it. <laughs> Pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the GG Over Easy Podcast, episode 148, I believe. 69. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about things. Because guess what? It's a podcast, baby. That's yeah, what we do. What? This is our podcast, and we could talk about whatever. And sometimes, nothing at all. Yeah. Sometimes we do, and sometimes we say things, but... They don't really mean much. But today we've got lots of stuff-ish. I don't know. You know how it is. We write some things and we see how it goes. Uh, what do we want to start with? I want to start with your glasses. Um, oh, we, I've been getting a lot of comments about uh, people liking your new glasses. Yeah, tr you're like uh, early 2000s. You're like just making transparent everything. Later. Lit, yeah, you lit, look lit. like uh, you look like the t the type of dude who like uh, watches Linus Tech Tips and exclusively <laughs> watches Linus Tech Tips. That's a but good like, thing. That's a retro throwback. People are into that now. Uh, you you know how fashion is. It's in and then it's out, and ten fifteen years later, it's back in. And then I figured, why not? I've never not just had like black frames. Black frames. <laughs> yeah. So I also got another pair, kind of. More similar to what I ever had, but but yeah. So thanks. They I'm glad. I, got I like them. You know, are they, I, I are they metal on the side, or is that? Yeah, there's like a little metal frame inside of it right there, but that's about it. I like them. I I quite enjoy them. Thanks, guys. And so do all the thirst comments on Twitter. I quite enjoy them, and so do all the freaks on Twitter. <laughs> It is weird putting it on because I can just see a little more. Because normally it's like just blocked out. It was kind of disorienting. I can see everything. Um, but the most important thing is uh, they just don't have scratches everywhere anymore. And aren't just smudged. So that's been a nice upgrade. And I took out the blue light filter I had on the other ones. Um... Didn't really help, or just like you felt like it was nah. a kind of thing, or yeah. And I looked it up, and like uh, it kind of seems mixed. Like I think it's supposed to help a little bit, but honestly, it just kind of annoyed me more than anything. So that I, I was in the same boat. I was like, I was like, I, uh, so to blue light or not to blue light? And for a long time, I was like, yeah, I'll wear blue light filters, and you know, you know, lens with blue light filter, and then like as I. I was like, I don't think any, I don't think I'm getting anything from these. And so it was like, you know, I quickly realized the only actual thing that changed how I felt was just don't look at a screen like an hour before bed. <laughs> it's pretty awful. much it. I look at a screen all day. Do you guys ever get like on your iPhone? It'll show you like your screen usage. It's like, oh, don't show me that. Don't show oh, me. it's bad. Mine'll be like, you're down sixty percent this week. I'm like, oh, sick. It's like seven hours of screen time. It's like, what was I doing the day before? <laughs> I mean, I feel like I feel like this is such a 
I feel like that's like a boomer mental, like mental, of like, why are you on your phone? And it's like because this magic device connects me to the entire world immediately. <laughs> why would I not want to be on my phone? And they're like, no, you should just like, you should just sit down and watch TV. And it's like, what's the diff? What's what's the difference? Or it's like, I do respect though, like going out and just being like with nature and shit. Like I get that, but <laughs> but they're like, why are you always on your phone? as 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 the boomers get home and watch tv all night <laughs> yeah well what do you think you're doing um i will say my screen usage uh isn't great like it's skewed because yeah, I just, okay yeah i have this thing running like 24 7 so what is your usage like 17 hours plus probably sound bad let's see i mean like this little phone's battery dude is like <laughs> Like, dude, help me. Please stop running AFK gotchas. <laughs> I can only I'm take so much you. more. Where do I see that? Uh, uh, so go to settings. Yeah. And then scroll down, you'll see screen time. It's kind of like right by do not disturb uh, sounds and haptics and notifications. Oh, Daily average, 10 hours. I thought it was going to be a lot Come higher on. with uh, well, gotcha games. To be fair to it probably would be higher, but that's also the problem is I have it running AFK, but at certain points it stops and you have to start it again. Oh. Um, but I uh, infamously uh, have good old object permanence, so I'll even just forget that it's there and I'll forget to start it again. So frankly, I think my phone's happy for that. It's like, thank God. My, my daily average this week, at least, is five hours and 51 minutes, up 50% from last week. <laughs> oh, GZ. Yeah. Does it, um, does it break down, like, what the apps are or whatever? Uh, yeah, I see all activity. Yeah, it does. So uh, YouTube is eight hours, but I fell asleep watching YouTube videos, so that's a little uh, misconstrued. I'll allow it. Um. Twitter, five and a half hours. Discord, four and a half hours. Reddit, four and a half hours. Texting, three hours. Instagram, two hours. And Safari for one hour. What um, what do you do on Discord mobile so much? Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, it says on... Oh, that's why. So on Saturday or on Sunday when I had my uh, fantasy football stream with Arios... Arios joined through Discord. Uh, so that's sense. why this saying this, I was like, oh, what do I do on Discord for four <laughs> yeah, and a half what? hours? I mean, I was, I was like, that's interesting, but I don't know what you do on mobile. No, mine is normally like Twitter. How'd that go, by the way? It was sick, dude. It was a lot of fun. Um, Arios um, started World War 7, though, which was uh, why is that? up to... So, like, we do an auction league, okay? So... Instead of just like drafting players like through like a normal kind of snake thing, uh, you do an auction. So basically, you have a budget of two hundred dollars, like of like fake money, and you have to allocate that and like fill a team with that money. So you can't go over budget. So Arios, I think at this point had like eighteen dollars, and he had like two roster spots to fill. So the most he could spend on a player was seventeen. Because uh, because you have to fill in the whole roster, so he spent eighteen on his last player and had one roster spot full. And um, there's a rule that if you go over budget, you have to throw in your most expensive player back in the pool. But everyone felt bad because Arias wasn't at the draft and he wasn't able to see the board. 
So we had to uh, make, make this whole loophole specifically just for Arios. <laughs> he felt so bad. He was pissed at himself. Uh, yeah, but dude, it was sick. Everybody, it all worked out. Um, Did uh, everyone show up, if you know what I'm saying? No. Uh, we had one person Ooh. flake last second. Like, uh, yeah, like it was cringe. Everybody was giving him shit the entire time. So. Beta. Don't be a beta, well, yeah. dude. Beta. It, was, it was very beta. And I'll be the first to say that to his face if I see him. Like that was extremely beta. Because it was weird. The day before, we were making fun of our other friend for making a beta decision. Right. Uh, and he was like, you're letting that guy have it. And then the other guy who, or like the guy who didn't show up to the draft was roasting Arios the day before the draft for not showing up and was like, we should kick this guy out of the league for not showing up to the draft and stuff like that. And then the next day he doesn't show up for the draft. <laughs> yeah, we should kick people who don't show up at it. <laughs> yeah, that's what uh, I, I kept saying. That's lame. Beta! Yeah, that's, that's, that's the whole thing because like uh, Rob came over Sunday with his friend um, Matt who'd flown in from Arizona. Because, yeah, people, like, Claire had been asking me about that, like, fantasy football stuff. I'm like, when people come, like, why is it that group? I'm like, babe, like, people fly cross-country for these, like, draft days. It's, like, the best. It's, like, seriously, like, it's almost better than, like, the Super Bowl weekend. Like, it is, like, I live for it, dude. It's so much fun. I wish um, I was into it like that. But when we did we that had, one league, and we yeah. even talked about, like, I just, I can't remember to just check. Like, I just forget. That's my problem. Granted, with most uh, things in life is I forget. So yeah, that was a ton of fun. Um, you let me use your setup for a little bit, which was really cool. Um, yeah, for the in Saints, a fantasy, dude. in a fantasy league with Markiplier, which is uh, pretty cool, yeah. and a lot of other creators. Big moves. Um, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, they asked me if I wanted to be in this league, and I was like, yeah, sure, like whatever. Um, and they're like, okay, well, uh, Markiplier's in it, and I was like, <laughs> what? Well, the crazy thing is, is like this like saint jude fantasy league is like run through cb like it's trying like it's saint jude trying to do a, like a prove it kind of concept to cbs so like potentially CB, like next, the yeah, like, like network yeah like cbs yeah, yeah they're trying to like have like it be like a a concept for cbs that cbs will like sponsor this potentially like in the future and stuff like that and they're saying next year they want to have us like in studio at like a CBS place and doing all kinds of stuff for them if we raise enough. And Which I mean, shit, we have Markiplier, so I'm sure we'll we'll raise enough. Well, and they'll bring you back for it. Is that what yeah. You say? Oh, pop. Like, I was gonna say, yeah. like, man, it would suck if that happens and yeah, they bring like, you oh. in for the first like proof of concept. Like, hey, thanks. Uh, we're just gonna get some new guys. Like, if you don't. Uh, XQC. Uh, I mean, no. I'd imagine they probably, if it does, they could probably get more and bigger oh, people. They and like I don't know if he's being compensated for it or not. I mean, I've I I something came across like my thing on like Instagram and it was like Markiplier talking to I think like Logan Paul or something like that. And I think Markiplier said he makes like thirty eight million dollars, like basically Probably. like a year. I I'd believe it. <laughs> yeah, it was like insane. <laughs> he um, makes he makes fat stacks. And he you know what was really cool about Markiplier? actually like a really cool genuine dude that you could like i didn't even like know him but we were like immediately kind of bouncing back and forth i was like eh? you see this part <laughs> that's what i've always heard though i like i've always i've never really heard anything bad about the guy he's always no been actually me. really genuinely cool guy like and doesn't know anything about fantasy football uh but it made for a hilarious thing he's uh one of the main factors mr fruit became a thing 
Oh. Not that I started. When I started, it was Sheenanners. But um, when I eventually returned and changed my channel and stuff, yeah, Markiplier was the one that made me. I never really watched any Markiplier videos. Um, I mean, like, it's definitely changed throughout the years. and He does some different stuff. Um, like, he doesn't do as it's much. He's you do anything at this point. Yeah, he, you know he used mean? to do much more, like, like, it was back in the. I didn't watch this era, really, either. I never watched the Pewd era, either, of, like, the. Horror, horror content games. that's how i got big it was like amnesia back in the day mm-hmm. um never watched that ironically i found him because i was playing what the fudge was the name of the game i ended up making a video on it it's one of the let me look it up it's one of the really early videos on my channel if i'm not mistaken let's see but it was this like open world survival Post-apocalyptic game or something. What was it? Uh, Nether. Oh. Um, yeah, it was this Nether game, and I looked it up, and he was like the first video I found on, and I watched him. And then this is like where I had got the idea from. It's like I found him because of Nether, uh, and I was looking up just to see Nether stuff, and then I oh, found myself. Eight years ago. And then I found myself just watching his other stuff because I was like, wait, I like this guy. So then that was my whole thing. It's like, well, I want people, draw people in maybe for a game, but then they're like, hey, this guy's cool. I want to watch the other stuff. Um, ah, I mean, that worked. Well, here, I'm back here uploading just Destiny. So did it? <laughs> hey, a lot changes <laughs> over me. the course of eight years. You know what doesn't? Markiplier. Mark- because I'm a content creator. But I am here <laughs> on the GG Over Easy podcast. That's what right. Well, like, that's the thing, too, though, is, like, the meta of YouTube and viewer habits has changed. Like, back in the day, that was the meta. I mean, especially, though, over the past two, three years, it's just such big a shift. big shift in how yeah. people do content. And how people do... I hate this fucking era of just absolutely, like... I don't know how to describe it. Of, like, toddler titles of, like... Of, like, <laughs> huh... Wow, what the huh or like in the Pokemon titles are like the most triggering to me. It's like, oh my god, is that Gardevoir? Wait, what the fuck? I feel like the <laughs> the content that really does well on YouTube these days, it's like either like super like there's two spectrums. It's like either like really young children impressionable kind of content like Roblox or something <laughs> like that, or a five hour deconstruction of Victorious of why. Oh yeah, there's no in between. Yeah, there, it's like. Either of those two. It's like it's like uh, extremely professional, like uh, like essay title. Yeah. Uh, the deconstruction of why our iCarly uh destroyed the <laughs> Nickelodeon norms, and it's like ten million views. Or, or, I just pooped my pants. Or yeah. I-, I took a big shitted. This changed everything. Yeah, Roblox poop mod, and it's like whoa. So I feel like right now in YouTube's kind of world, or like at least in the meta, I feel like it's those two. And it's like, because well, like personally what I've been watching is a lot of like video essays on shit that I would never normally ever watch. <laughs> like, this is great. Well, I think the problem is I just don't know where I belong in that sea of things right now. Like I don't. I don't blame. I, like I mean, I, the, I exist the in a weird gray area and I don't know. It to used to out. be like gaming content and makeup. Like <laughs> that's it. Well, and that <clears throat> gaming content. I don't know. I used to just be able to like 
edit the video just the way I wanted and I wouldn't have to worry about like, oh, how's it set up? Oh, what's retention like? When are people clicking off? When it and now it's all those things. Do you think they give you too much stats on YouTube or like not enough? You know what I mean? Um probably not enough. But they give they they give you just enough to be like, hey, you're doing something wrong, but then not enough to be like, hey, here's how you fix it. You know? Yeah. That's kind of <laughs> what it feels like. Um, the Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Yeah. Just help me. I'm making up as I go these days. But yeah, I'm glad uh, you uh, were able to do that. Yeah, it's cool, really like genuine guy. So how are you feeling about uh, the team had... you drafted? Oh, insane, dude. Like I feel like I was one of the few people in there that like truly knew about fantasy football. So like the team I draft is absolutely just stacked. Well, you were saying like, like Mark apparently knew nothing. He was just making stuff. Oh up. yeah, he didn't know. But like I think that was like kind of the whole point was like I think his first draft was Mark Andrews who played well, he's a good player, but I mean you would never draft him first. And his whole reasoning was <clears throat> his name is Mark. And my name is Mark. <laughs> so I do remember just hearing something you were like, um, uh, I think you were leaving her. Like, yeah, I got to grab the Detroit defense just in case something, something. Mark's like, oh, yeah, Detroit's defense are great. Probably the yeah, best. Probably. Well, and that was the other thing is uh, I think it was like the third round. You can draft defenses in fantasy football. So basically you draft the whole defense, and if they get an interception, you get a point. If they get like a pick six or like a fumble recovery or a sack, you get a point. Um, but you don't get like a ton of points. Uh, so it got to like Mark's pick in the third round, and he goes like, why does it just say like Bills? 
And they're like, oh, that's like for defenses and stuff. He's like, you tell me, like, I can own a whole franchise. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, sure. Like, you own the bills. And he goes, well, my IPO just went up $6 billion. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're no kidding. Uh, like, wow, this, is, this is a steal. So, uh, really awesome. It's an eight-man league. So, like, your team can't possibly be, be, be bad. Um, just because But... I mean, I can see how much we've already raised. Uh, St. Jude. Or it's on Tiltify, I think. But I think we raised, like, on the first day, I think over, like, $25,000 for the draft, which is really cool. That's big. So, yeah. Uh, really enjoying the uh, good old fantasy football. And raising money for St. Jude. It's like a, a, a double win. Yeah, best of both worlds. You I get, get the, the best. Yep, oh. <laughs> there we are. Hello, one brain. Guys, we've been brainwashed. Uh, yeah, Help we me. raised... Yeah. So we Help raised $25,673, which is really cool. That's actually pretty good. Pretty fucking sick to be h lad. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And, and for like, something I genuinely... This is like one of those things where I'm just like, I don't understand it, but... I'm really happy that you're popping off. Well, yeah, it feels like man, my parents. Do I, like, I don't understand it. what you're doing, but you're making money. Cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Way to it's go, like, Sean. Uh, can't be mad at that. If we get to thirty thousand, which is five thousand away, we do an IRL field goal contest. We'll all like be flown like to some stadium. What? How much? How much money? Thirty thousand. So we're five thousand. Oh, well away. then, oh, that's gonna yeah. be sick. Yeah. So that's kind of the whole thing. Is like you gotta start warming to... up. Get They're that, trying to. Pr- well, I ready. told everybody. Hey, I kicked in high school, so y'all fucked. Uh, <laughs> so um, CBS is going to be like sponsoring this everything, and so um, and apparently they're already all about it. I guess they were watching like the 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 streams and whatnot, and they're like, "This is awesome." So uh, who knows if they'll get other like ginormous creators um, in it or something like that to kind of spew interest in it next year um, well, i'm surprised they didn't and maybe next time one thing they could do is like get like probably an NFL player or something well that but also like if they're gonna do content creators, i'm surprised they didn't pull more from like madden creators or something you know that's what i kind of thought i think like one of them is a madden creator um because he seemed like the other guy that like knew no. what he was kind of yeah. doing um, but I think it's more so like other people that have helped with like St. Jude in the past, like, cause like when they introduced me, they were like, and Rob, who's done dream team for GCX streams and they've raised like a cumulative, yeah, I like, feel like 350,000. I feel like so. to definitely do a proof of concept, you want to have like safe picks of people who, you know, have done this stuff. And I mean, who better than, than Rob? That's right. I, mean, I gotta, th- I gotta Rob's thank you boys. boys. Cause we wouldn't. We, I wouldn't have been chosen if we hadn't done the Dream Team St. Jude streams. So it all worked out. So, Here yeah, we. it's going really fun. But I'm going to interrupt this story. How is that soda, Mr. Fruit? Oh, it's not a soda. It's a. Into it. Yeah, I don't know how much I can either. Oh. It's the brand new Advanced Can, which is not available yet as of the time you're hearing this. Uh, but should be soon. Again, I don't really know how much. I think this said I'm able to just drink it on camera. So, I don't know. Okay. Um, but yeah, they sent me six boxes. Turns out 240 cans. 
So I'm going to be wired for the next couple months, frankly. Um, And it's sick. There's going to be... Again, I guess I don't have much I can say. There's going to be three different flavors to boot. And I, mean, I know they tweeted. Yeah, that, Cherry so. Limeade. It's first one. And it has this cool like special edition art. Oh, so okay. So the art isn't always staying. No, it's, it even says collector's can. Hey, I know you guys are excited, but like chill. No. no. They need to drink the chill. Got it. Come. Sit. Quiet. Good girl. Nice. Okay. And then, quiet. Papa. Put Egg in her on. Put Egg in her on. Problem. Good girl. What is he doing to Egg her on? She's calming down, but then he like looks at her and then starts barking, like trying to be like, hey, why do we stop barking? Let's keep barking. Like, and she's like, all let's right. Let's keep barking. He's, he's podcasting. Good girl. This is when we bark. Yeah, as long as I give her something to do, she calms down. Yes, you do. Um, but yeah, on the side it says collectors can two of three. So okay. two of three. Well, that because there's the three flavors. Oh, yeah. I oh, so what are the so what are the three flavors? Well, if you can share. Well, that's the fun part. <laughs> I don't actually know either. Because oh, so it's I, just a can. Got when it. they sent me 240 cans, it's only my flavor. So we got cherry lime for days, baby. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure what the other two flavors are. I'm trying to think. I I think they like told me once in a call, but they never read, wrote it down somewhere. So of course I've forgotten. Um, but I'm excited. This is like one thing since I've been with them. I feel like I manifested this. Frankly, I've been bugging them for at this point like, probably over two two and a half years of just like bruh, cans, cans went cans. They're like we don't know if we can make it happen and. It was probably a lot, but hey, next stop. No, thank you for it. Getting in stores, getting in retail. Again, I don't know how, that's probably really, they're like, shut up, like, stop, like, stop talking. I don't know how hard that is, but that's my next campaign. We'll get there. But it's delicious. I'm excited to try it whenever I find myself back down there, because ain't no way by the time I come down there next, you've drank it all. (laughs) Bet. Well, I think uh, Claire's getting in on it too, so you're gonna have to ask her to Uh-oh. to chill. Can't help it. Um, yeah, I'm excited to try it. Yeah, maybe I'm might be a good alternative from soda. I'm good to see, or I'll be excited to see what what everyone else thinks about it. What the 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 good people of the wide internet wants to get their you hands. You know what else I'm excited to see? Because I didn't, I haven't seen it yet. Sydney watched like the first episode. Oh, I was gonna say I saw a tweet. You didn't watch it with her? No, uh, I was playing CS and my C, and I was like, uh, "Babe, I'll just hop." Like she started, and we were like, just hit halftime, and it was like eleven to four, and we were losing. And I was like, "Oh, hey, babe, like I'll come. You can start it, and then I'll just hop in." Uh, Little did I know that game went into triple overtime. (laughs) Uh, So just another CS game. (laughs) Yeah. So. Um, the game went from like being, oh, this might be 45 minutes to about two hours. Uh, and guess what? We lost. So that was great. (laughs) But I played so good. So I didn't give a shit. Um, that's all that matters. Yeah. Like if, like, I think I dropped like 30, like I was owning. Yeah. I was playing pretty well. Uh, but, but I went like 30 and 36. Like, don't get it twisted. I still, (laughs) I still died like almost practically every round. 
Um, but I'm entry, you know. I like to I like to entry. Somebody's got to, you know. Um, I don't bait. I'm not a baiter. Um, but <laughs> I I, I didn't, didn't realize there's any other way to play the game, frankly. But I watched a little bit of episode two, uh, because she started at around eleven when I got done. Spoiler. Um, and it looks interesting. I don't think it looks as fun as House of Dragons, but it looks all right. But I'm sure I didn't watch it, so I, I can't have a full opinion. You also did, yeah, come in in season, or season, episode Yeah, two. episode two, yeah. But I did watch, like, the recap and stuff. See, I could never, that would, like, ruin it for me. I'd be like, nope. Like, I, I gotta watch the first episode. I don't want to see nothing. Even when, like, like, we're watching Bachelorette, I don't even care that much about Bachelorette. I just want to watch it because I get to watch it with Claire and stuff. But at the start of a thing, they'll be like, here's a preview. Or at the end of an episode, they're like, here's a preview. Next episode, I'm like, skip it. Nope. Mute it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it. Wow, really? It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. I just... Interesting. I've talked about it, but I still don't think people just quite realize how, like... There are, like, the seven deadly sins. And as far as I'm concerned, they're all spoilers. The, the, the Bible says seven deadly sins is spoilers, 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 spoilers it's spoilers. And, uh, so, yeah, I get I that just, though. I don't know. It's just like it generally, like if I know it's going to happen, I just, my brain just is like, ah, we lost interest, attention, everything. I can't help it. So, um, yeah. So I saw Rings of Power though, the two episodes. Uh, and I'm about it. It was sick. Um, and I also like it because just like that like i'm getting two different things right now from house of dragons and lord of the rings um like obviously currently well i'm probably for the most part like rings of power is noticeably lacking the political drama mm -hmm. um and but yeah, it's never I, been I don't like think lord that, of the rings is like thing well, exactly, and I think like, that's why like Claire enjoys it. For instance, like she doesn't like political drama stuff, and like she enjoys more being like completely disconnected from reality, and when she watches shows, um, and so when a lot of it mirrors real life, or like that's why she also hates like the moral ambiguity of characters in House of Dragons, because like, well, in just Game of Thrones, it's like there's no one just to root for. Whereas in like Lord of the Rings, it's much clearer. Here's good guy. Here's bad guy. You know, yeah. Like, like in normal Lord of the Rings, it's like, well, you have the Fellowship, and then you have Sauron. Orcs, yeah. Right. Like, you have good versus bad. Um, and so we're getting more of that. There was a moment we see some more sick stuff. There was like a minute scene in the first episode of a a, a giant battle, some dragons and stuff. I was like, oh, I don't know if we're gonna get like, I doubt we're gonna get like Helm's Deep in this show. But man, that'd be sick. Yeah. Uh, well, around yeah, I loved what I saw. Um, gorgeous, insane. Like I can see where most of the money was probably spent on <laughs> CGI you, uh, and visual effects. And did uh, you watch both episodes? I did. Yeah. And they showed like one that'd... place called L something E L. Uh, but there was like a big waterfall or something like that. Oh, it was the Elven place for It was a really, it was sick. Like, it looked really sick. Did you see when they went into um, 
the dwarf dwarvish mountain i don't think so it was like oh, it was just because Cindy stopped about 20 minutes in it was like i'm tired and i was like all right like i'm not like i think that was yeah i guess you would have seen it right after a little bit after if you'd seen that place but yeah uh i'm about it i am about yeah. it and that's what i nice thing is it. just like that like maybe i wanted political drama no, I'm not getting it from Lord of the Rings. Doesn't matter because Sunday I'll get it from House of Dragons. So I enjoyed it. I haven't looked up reviews though or like what people think. Um, and I, I think I'm going to be careful about it. Kind of how I'm careful about House of Dragons right now because apparently it is based off of a book or series of books or stories. I can't. It starts with an S um, that apparently Tolkien's son finished for him. Uh, he like left it to his son to finish after he died. I think he published it like 1977. Um, let me look up. I just remember the name of it. But so there's a. It's based off a lot of the canon we're we're gonna see there. So again, I don't want to look and they'll be like, "Oh, that was really cool. I can't wait to see so and so do this." I'm like, ah. So yeah. Uh, I I mean I don't know if it's a House of Dragon spoilers, but there's a clip from like season two or something like that. I don't hear. And it's. And it's Joffrey. Know. I'm not gonna explain it, but it's Joffrey like explaining. Like, yeah, that's what, what somebody pointed out. Yeah, it was like um, they like essentially explained how all the the Targaryens died or whatever. Um, Pretty much. Which I remember hearing that, and here's the thing: though, I don't remember from that episode, yeah. and so well, it's technically it's a very just one of those dialogues. Yeah, like throwaway of kind of things you don't really. Yeah. And so somebody's like, but we already know. And I'm like, I don't care. I forgot about it. So as far as I'm concerned, fiction. I, Never happened. I watched it. I'm going to take it as, you know, throughout history, especially in Game of Thrones, things get twisted. And Joffrey was a Baratheon. So maybe he was just full of shit. And was reading like Baratheon history books instead of like true history books type of things. So that's how I'll believe it. Um. Well, and that's the thing that was like, I mean, technically too, like, we know how, for the most part, even like, if we don't know specifically what, like, we know big picture what's essentially going to happen, more or less. I mean, it also depends on how far they go, but, but also it's like, this is one of those things is like, yeah, we might know the end, but for me, it's more about the journey here, um, and actually getting to see into it. Um, trying to figure out the... Freaking. I saw like this thing and it was basically like Amazon came out and said like, yeah, our streaming services, uh, all of its uh, eggs are in the Lord of the Rings basket. And if it doesn't pay off, we'll see what happens. Pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. Like I will say it was, I was watching it, especially like first episode and genuinely like, I don't even know if I quite felt the same scale watching House of Dry or, uh, game of thrones ever like it genuinely felt like this is a movie like it's it's a knowing how much money they spent i guess it's a good thing that <clears throat> i can tell that uh they spent a lot of money because it actually like comes through um it wasn't a case of like they spent how much on this uh because yeah. visually i have to say it is stunning they um I don't know. Literally, you could pause it at any point during each of those episodes, and it was like a painting. It was pretty insane. It wasn't like 
they spent how much on this? It was more like, yeah. Yeah, like. Yeah, they spent that much on this. <laughs> yeah, it was it was before, like, even on podcasts. Like, I think you had mentioned or someone had told me the figure. And I was like, wait, what? And now it's How like. How do you even do that? And now it's like, yeah. That makes sense. And uh, uh, in, like, in, like, a good way. Like, I'm glad. Because uh, it, yeah, it's sick. So, ever tried to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing Everest and flip-flops? Yeah, we've all been there, too. But here's a breath of fresh air fume it's not about giving up it's about switching it up fume takes your bad habit and simply makes it better healthier and a whole lot more enjoyable fume is an innovative award-winning flavored air device that just does that instead of vapor fume uses flavored air instead of electronics fume is completely natural and instead of harmful chemicals fume uses delicious flavors i love how this thing looks it's beautiful and real wood the shape of it is so cool and i look cool using it so if you want to be like me and break your bad habit, start the year off right with the good habit by trying fume.com slash GG and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners of the show 10% off whenever they use the code GG to help make starting the good habit that much easier. So make sure you guys check it out in the description. Try fume.com slash GG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, Blue, I'm not going to ask you about either of these shows. Have you watched She-Hulk? I know you're a Marvel stan, and I d have you watched it at all? Yeah, it's okay. I'm a big Marvel stan, so I pretty much watch anything they put out. Um, it's all right. You know, it hasn't really, like, grabbed me. I think it's pretty run-of-the-mill Marvel TV show right now, which for me, a run-of-the-mill Marvel TV show is like, eh. Like, not bad, not good. Not bad, not good. It's just all right. I like after you watched Mrs. Marvel, like how? So Mrs. Marvel is definitely the exception, right? Because like, well, that's what Mrs. I'm saying. Like, Marvel, did it set I had, too high of a bar for you? Maybe afterwards, or I think it was less setting high of a bar. It was more so like I know what to expect of an average Marvel show. And so when I watched Miss Marvel, I was like, oh shit! I'm like I'm James Prize. Like this is actually really good. And then I went back to She-Hulk, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, this is about what I remember. <laughs> That's fair. So, which it was fine. It's been, it's been fine so far. There's been some lighthearted moments. There's been some moments that I was like, I get what you're going for, but you could have written that a little better. Um, you see, like, a picture of, like, Meg the Stallion twerking with She-Hulk? <laughs> and I didn't mind that, because it was a post-credit thing. I oh, thought it was okay. pretty... I, I thought it was know. pretty... I was pretty funny, but... um. Yeah, it's a, it's an all right show. It, it's nothing nothing incredible so far, haha. <laughs> but um, I yeah, it's a, it's a fun little fun little adventure. I haven't seen it. The only thing I've I've heard, and I guess you could tell me if they were kind of on the point that it feels like a Marvel sitcom. Is that accurate or not? I would say very much so. I, I would say it's it's sitcom in. 
it's sitcom in the sense like I could see this show on a major network. Okay. I think this show more than the all the others, I could see this show on like <clears throat> CBS, NBC, ABC, you know what I mean? So Um Yeah, I haven't seen it. I mean <clears throat> we've talked about it. I I kinda am. I'm just in the midst of moral fatigue, like it used That's to be if there's totally something to like consume Marvel wise, like oh I gotta do it. But now I'm like three shows behind and I'm like I'll get to them. I'm like I still have to be fair, I, I have wanted to see this one more. I don't know why I haven't. Like I still haven't seen What If. Um I've seen like the first episode of Mrs. Marvel. I haven't seen She Hulk. Um where do I know is if there's something else these days? It's, it's like there are a dime a dozen. Is there is there another show after She Hulk that's coming out? I um, mean I yes. It, I don't know if we know what exactly. Are they specifically? I think it was it going to be Ironheart or something. I don't know. Uh, I I oh. kind of. I'll blind Have you. Watched I Am Groot. I feel like that's a baby show. Oh, Have that one can't. It? Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Um, I actually forgot about that. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Is like I feel like it's for babies though. Well, I, I don't know if that's the case, but I know it's like it's um, which call it? like. Um, no dialogue, I believe. It's like all silent, like small animations. I think it's, it's like a, it's a much different show. It's more like a, just a mini series anthology kind of thing. Um, but even with that, yeah, it's not like, um, like, man, gotta watch that. Will I? Probably soon. I just want Loki season two. Yeah. Oh my God! You and me both, homie. But it's a, it's a summer summer twenty twenty three, so a little bit of a wait, but that's all right. Um, but TLDR, it's all right. You know, that's I, I, I don't expect a lot from expecting. Marvel shows now. I don't expect much from Marvel shows at this point. So I don't know. They've really like settled into their formula, uh, which is bad. But at the same time, print money. Also gives me some. Also gives me like some great background TV material. Ninety nine percent of the time, because Marvel shows are like are literally the shows. I'll just like kind of like if I'm just doing something, throw it up. Or if I'm doing nothing, I'll just eh, throw on throw on She Hulk. Um, well, just it's just funny because like there was a point where I'm like, dude, Marvel could pump these out. I'll never get all of them. And to be fair, I kind of felt that way and. Until these TV shows. And the TV shows have definitely caused a lot of fatigue for me, too. And I think part of it, too, is like... Just because it's longer form, which can be good, but at the same time, like... For instance, as we saw with Doctor Strange, if I hadn't bothered to watch WandaVision, I would have been like, what the fudge? So it, the fact that I don't know if it's... Ma- like, if I want to continue enjoying the movies... Or like, what's mandatory to watch and what's not? I don't think it's almost. I, I don't think it's been quite as. But that just quite that bad me. yet. I don't think it's been quite that bad yet. I think it can get to that point, right? But I think Wandavision was definitely the most essential oh, to yeah. watch, which is why they put it first. But for the most part, it's kind of been these are mostly self-contained stories to introduce new characters, so not that bad. But well, and I think part of that just. 
just knowing that, even though like it hasn't really been a thing, like that just changes the way I think about it. And then on top of that, I just don't watch as much shows. Like it's easier for me to be like, okay, sit down and commit to a two hour movie. than over the course of X amount of time, commit to a 10 hour series. Um, so that's why for me, I've just been more fatigued. And like when they're only doing movies, yeah, they might've been pumping them out, but that's like, you know, I'd go see one once every four months or something. And so I think that's why, I think if they'd stuck to movies, I probably would have felt the same way, but yeah, as a, someone who does enjoy the Marvel Universe, I just don't know where I stand on the shows yet. Like I, Loki I do was, definitely miss, but I don't know. I, I do definitely miss the, every couple of months we get a Marvel movie and it felt like a good pace, but now it's definitely like, when I, here's another Marvel show. And I don't want to say it like cheapens it, but like it just, it does. It does. It, the As impact a dude who's of each still new a full title. Marvel fan. Yeah. It just doesn't quite hit I haven't the even seen Thor. You don't need to. Yeah, ir yeah ironically, no. I, 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 I don't I know still where like it'll... the movie, but you don't need to. Yeah, I don't actually know if it'll have... I'm trying to think like what impact it could actually have on like the cinematic universe. I don't think anything huge. I think that... that... See, and I guess I went to that, that movie coming out going like, this is going to set up everything. And apparently not. Yeah, it was more like, hey, you know it would be funny? If we just fucking didn't do shit for a whole movie. Wait, we show Chris's ass. <laughs> bro it was is, great ass. Bro is looking it was good. was great ass. Funny. Yeah, that dude, like, you can't talk shit. That dude shits out that ass. True. You could tell. I'd eat that out man of it. Can, no doubt. That dude could shoot a burrito out his ass, and I'd be like, thank you. Thank you. Can I get that to go? Thank you, sir. Go tell me your tell me your tell me your glute routine. Well, first off, I uh, inject about uh, seven different syringes. <laughs> yeah, first off, I have some. Uh, I got a nice little concoction. I have uh, a very expensive help that you'll never be able to afford, and uh, so you know, no big deal. Um, and I, I think like going for something that like was a lot of fun and didn't have a lot of stakes could have worked but i think for me it didn't i still like the movie but i, I think i kind of mentioned before like it it just didn't quite hit as much as i wanted um because i yep. think part of that problem of it not doing anything just kind of a, is old right now because it's felt like the past couple of years have just felt like that across all marvel media so instead oh, yeah. of like oh this is a nice break it's instead it's like so what are we doing? That's kind of what yeah. it feels like to me. But I don't know. No, I think that's totally fair. I think that's a totally fair assessment. And with all that said, like I'm still going to go and watch every single movie. So. Yeah. Because the movie's fucked and it's eye porn. And you know what I do love is some good VFX, baby. Well, that's but you know what is... I don't like is how Marvel treats their VFX studios. But that's a topic for another day. <laughs> I feel like a lot of VFX studios these days. I feel like it's up there with um, a lot of like game developers and crunch and stuff. Like their work is so valuable and in demand, um, but they're just not treat like they're just overworked and either underpaid or uh, undervalued. Even though like I think about a Marvel movie, if we went to see one, like if we went to go see Thor and the VFX were even just not top notch, we'd have been like. 
Suddenly it's cheesy. What the fuck is this? Suddenly it's corny. Yeah. Um. But anyway, that's part of it too. Though I was like, yeah, Thor wasn't great, but it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, too, like, I'm just going to a, a superhero movie for the most part to just mindless fun. And then if I get other stuff out of it, cool. But like, I'll always just most of the time, you know, if it's not like Thor: Dark World, I'll come out of it and be like, hey, that was cool. All right. I'm like their target audience. I'll be honest. You know, I don't mind. Uh, same. They got me in their chokehold, and it's like, you know what? Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pretend that I don't know what I'm doing. The people are like uh, brainless idiots. I'm like, yep, I'm one of them. Thank you. Pretty <laughs> much some good brainless fun, baby, and I'm gonna keep enjoying it. Yeah. I feel called out, and I'm all right with it. <laughs> um, speaking of feeling called out, ah. Uh, Oh, Ooh. Ubisoft got called out, or essentially felt like they Again? were. Well, because uh, apparently there were some leaks about Assassin's Creed. Oh. And so they're like, oh, shoot. Oh, really? What? Yeah, so they're like, um, surprise announcement, which you know is not how they planned it, <laughs> because it's not just a Twitter post with a picture. They're like, Assassin's Creed Mirage. We'll tell you about it soon. A.K.A. Fudge. Um, do we have some kind of promotional material? All right, just post it. Like, and so yeah, I don't actually know. Looking at it, it, I like. I don't know if it's ancient Egypt or some kind of. I don't really know what it is, but I will say the one image. It does look like they're returning back to more of the assassin vibe, because like, like I loved Valhalla, but. You could have named that anything. Like the last thing I would have thought of is like Assassin's Creed, because um, it like none of that really came across. I was just like, "Ooh, Vikings, haha." Um, but this looks like it might be a little more return to like Assassin's Creed of old, yeah, like the first trilogy, so to speak. Um, and I'll be excited to see it. Um, I'm not huge on Assassin's Creed, like. It's not that I don't I like it. I, I was just never... I never really played it, got into it. So, I hope people are, like, surprised and enjoy it, but... For me, it's like, okay. I'm with you. Um, so, we'll see, though, because, man, Ubisoft has been missing for quite a while. In yeah. fact, they, like, they can't hit. I was like, I don't know the last time they actually hit. Yeah. I think... That's what everyone's thinking. So, will this be it? Find out. Probably not. They have a lot of repairing to do. Goodwill. Um, also, people were apparently calling out the new Hogwarts Legacy um, game and its DLC. Or not DLC. Um, additions. What kind of game is this? Is it an MMO? Single player? It's single like, player. What is this? It's a single player game. Mm -hmm. um, it's coming out on like all platforms. Or something. It got delayed to February twenty third. It's based in trying to think like the seventeen hundreds. Um, so like a good bit before Harry Potter. Uh, you play you like you create and you play as your own student in Hogwarts, and then. They've shown some stuff. I don't know too much, but like you'll go through and there's things to do and 
kind of like a sim, I think. And you go to classes, and there's mini games, and there's a story, and you have to. It's like the whole bit. And I think if you're just like a Harry Potter fan at all, it'll probably just be like just so cool, just for the fact that like you get to exist in that world and play as your own and go around Hogwarts. Um, the only thing the, uh, I've seen, oh, I like Harry Potter, but like, well, I enjoy the game because the gameplay looks kind of stiff. Um, from the little bit they've shown, it's just kind of stand like they could have done a little more. They like maybe went a little too accurate to like the combat of the movies, which is stand still and just bzz, bzz, uh, where I think they could have gotten maybe a little more dynamic with it. Um, but I'm going to get it anyway and play it. It looks cool. Um, but there's like a $300 collector's edition. It's kind of nuts. Well, what, and what sucks about this collector's edition, it's not anything like uniquely tied to Harry Potter at all. It's like, I think it's like a book and then like you put a wand on the book. And it like floats. And it, it floats. So Magnets. Uh, a lot of Harry Potter, P Potter fans were pissed. But I'm just reading here too. Um, Hogwarts Legacy Collector Edition sold out almost instantly. Yep. That's about right. Everyone's like, what? This was egregious. I'll never pay. And it sold out. And here's the thing. For those people saying it, they didn't do it for you. <laughs> you weren't the target audience, clearly. Um, that's just like, well, we'll get to it. Like Halo microtransactions, for instance. Um, you know, let's just go ahead. And, oh, let's just segue man, into it. Man, Halo. Yeah, let's just segue into it. Let's talk about, let's talk about <laughs> games getting... My boy. Let's talk about games getting heat. How far Infinite has fallen from when it started. Guys, wow, this gameplay is actually really good. I can't wait to see where it goes a year later. Um, so, so has this game changed at all? Uh, That's it? Yeah. I, I'm just... I mean, I looked... Would you guys like to guess... I'll look at it now, but I looked at it yesterday. Would you guys like to guess where Halo Infinite is on Steam charts? Position or players? Like how, just players. Um, two thousand. Uh, so three minutes ago, it is in the morning right now. I'll do peak twenty four hours. Peak twenty four hours was fifty five hundred for a free to play Halo game on Steam. Yeah, imagine imagine telling me in two thousand seven we would have a free to play Halo on PC. There's five thousand people playing, and it'll be dead. Like. <laughs> Now, we don't have Xbox numbers, but even then, there's like a top 10 list, I think, and like Halo Infinite, I think, sometimes doesn't even hit it, which is kind of insane. Mainly just depressing. But not only did they kind of drop the ball, it's, again, the drama is recent news, is in recent, I think, yesterday's they were recording this, uh, came out that uh, they announced they're completely, they just halted and have completely scrapped co-op um, and local split screen, which was a feature since Halo 5, they said, because they didn't include it and got a bunch of backlash, that they said, we'll always include in every Halo moving forward. And then also at the beginning of Infinite, before Infinite promised, it'll be an Infinite. Well, uh, it's no longer an Infinite. Then the thing too is like, it should have, not only is it not in, it was delayed and then canceled after it should have even released. 
Oh, and by the way, uh, the new season is extended another, I think, three months. So it's a nine-month season. The season got delayed until like March. Um, and oh, by the way, Forge is delayed again. Um, the actual co-op beta, I think, is delayed uh, again. And meanwhile, again. you still have no real updates oh. to the game. Oh, and to and to top it all off, they just totally canceled Split Strain co-op. Yeah, that's what I was saying. They. They're just like, oops, uh, we've decided yeah, to move the rest of the team to live service. Which, like, yeah, this game, it's not a live service game. <laughs> like, It's not. We've moved the rest of the team to live service game. Okay, so, so where can... has that team been? <laughs> yeah. Because... Is that is that the only... So you didn't have a team, now you made one? Because that's what it feels like. Like, they, they don't understand. It's rough. And, like... It sucks because they understand how to make the core game feel fun but all of the other things that keep you playing they have zero concept yeah, of how that works no clue and again like how do you drop the ball like this like and what sucks too is i see a lot of cool stuff like people who have like forge early i guess uh and someone's like they made Toy Story, Andy's Room. Uh, they made Andy's Room in the Halo, the new Halo Infinite Forge. And it's like, that looks super sick. Like, see if I can find it. Andy's Room Halo. Uh, Toy Story Halo. And it, it looks really awesome. Like, it's just like, give me that, though. Like, here, I'll put it in the uh, uh, subscriber chat. That way, like, people can see it. It looks really good. And I wish it was like... Like, it, it it can have these things that I think people forget that, like, sure, like, for, uh, like, when they made Halo, it was like a competitive shooter and stuff like that. But I don't think they realized the reason why Halo had such a big community and such big growth is because it had those custom game features that you could do and stuff. And it doesn't have any of that at the moment. Well, and I think go. what a lot of devs forget, Overwatch being a peak example is... Games don't become competitive because they're competitive. Games become competitive because they're fun. Smash Bros, never competitive. If you look at like like Halo 2 and 3 and all those Halos, Bungie didn't even support competitive until down the road. They, like it was supposed to be a fun party shooter. Well, yeah, it like just the Halo 2 multiplayer was like thrown together. Yeah, it just became competitive. The game ha has to, at its core, be fun for everyone before you can have people who push it to a more competitive aspect. So, like, Overwatch, great example. If you make the whole game based around only one audience, like, the game's eventually going <laughs> to... Um, well, and the flub that I think they're doing is when Forge does eventually come, it's going to be months before custom game browser, though. Like, Man. why would you not at least try and line those up? Because that's going to make a big difference. Huge difference. And, again, we're talking all of this. This is the same thing we talked about, like, seven months ago. Nothing has changed, and none of the stuff they said would happen has happened. Like, that's the whole point. It's like, what are they doing? What are they doing? Oh. Like, I'm genuinely baffled. Like, I don't, I don't understand. 
uh, and straight up lying to consumers. This wasn't even like a, oh, no, they said this would happen. They promised. They said. And then it's like the classic, like, my favorite thing is like just like the Reddit comment whatever. It's like um, bingo card or whatever. And it's uh, like, we had to make, we're sorry to say what ended up happening. We regret to. And it's just like every single thing you just see over and over and over. We'll get better. We, it's just like, oh my God. Um, and yeah, like at this point, it's not, it's just sad. It's, and I don't know how they're letting this happen. Like, how is Microsoft not like, bro? That's what I'm saying. Like, how are they what okay are you, with What are you all doing over there? Yeah, like, the biggest game from last year for Microsoft for when it comes to their first party stuff. Uh, and it's just dead in the water a couple months after it. Like, three, four. Plus, it's like, how many times is three, four, three fucked up? Well, that's the thing, too, is like, they were literally made. To make Halo games over, well, about it like a decade now, maybe a little more. Ah, uh, and they've yet to really prove it, the one game that like pretty unanimous when people are like this is great is a game they made so that people could play other games they didn't make, like a yeah. Halo Master Chief Collection. Um. And they fucked that up too. Yeah, at launch. Oh my god. Yeah, don't even. They eventually got there, but it's just like I, like they have one sole purpose, and and they have not done it correctly yet. Yeah, and it's like, how are you still dropping this ball? Like it, it just makes me sad, and genuinely confused, because like there is clearly some management issues going on, like catastrophic. But at the same time, no one appears to be doing anything. And I had like, I don't know if I ever mentioned it. I think I did. But like before Infinite came out. In fact, I think I like had dinner with the guy um, when I first went to go see Apex Legends. When it like they first revealed it. Um, and it was a guy who just recently quit 343. And was like, bro, Infinite's rough. And this was like, you know, when was Apex shown? early 2019 or something uh, yeah 2019 and so this was still technically like a year and a half before release was supposed to happen over and he's like infinite is is like hot garbage and i was like what but like it's not like and i was so excited and he he's like management terrible old guard um things won't change like they're still trying to figure things out like there's no clear direction We're blah 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 that was like a year and a half out and then it sounds like Everything he told me then apparently hasn't changed. And it's still just an absolute mess. Um, and so I don't know who's who's fumbling that ball. I don't know. There's a lot of people. A lot of people got to be doing it. But And then to, like you're just spitting in the face of all your fans too. Like all 100%. the people who are sitting there who's been still defending you guys. I don't know why. But like they're like no trust. It's like even there, they're like, okay, I like, I can't, can't do this anymore. Like, but hey, we it's, got a new twenty dollar armor skin in the store. Get the fuck out of here! Let me see. It's just so sad. Yeah the the Halo Infinite directory has three K viewers in it right now, which is okay. I mean, to be fair, 
uh, I, I've always talked about this. Halo's never had the same foothold in online like content creation stuff. It never really has. It, did, it came before like Halo. Like Halo Three would have for sure. I feel like been top of the directory constantly back in the day. That Modern Warfare Two, which yeah. Modern Warfare Two kind of was, but also it was different back then. It was either just like here's new gameplays or here's the classic COD commentaries. Um, Halo yeah. just never had the same thing. Um. I do think about a realm might have changed that um, because right now what what's hot like because that's the thing too is if you go to the Call of Duty directory no one's playing Call of Duty no one's playing Warzone because um, at least like especially same thing oh, with live streams there was never the same interest in COD regular PvP than there has been like Warzone Battle Royale yeah, I mean it seems to be Warzone and uh, what's the new called Vanguard yeah so, thank God. Yeah, so Warzone has 42 point something thousand viewers and Vanguard has 1.7K. So, sign of the times, which is unfortunate too because like that's also a sign of the times for your boy over here because what was my content always? Like the arena PvP. over like. And then now it's more Battle Royale. Oh, which I like, but also I like, I just can't make the same content the same way. So, but anyway, yeah, man, Halo, what the fudge? What are we doing? Um, anything else you want to touch on before we move on to questions? It's up to you, I guess. I don't know. Oh, uh, Destiny's fucking sweet again. We like Destiny. I'm Mm. actually playing it and I'm having fun. (laughs) Okay, well, and by fun blue, I mean there's a loadout that's going to be coming in Delightfall, and I want to have that prepared and ready. What's loadout? And I think if I'm prepared, it'll make Dream Team videos come Lightfall a little bit more entertaining. So I'm thinking for the whole gander here. It's a season. (laughs) Uh, I think it's been tight for a while now. I've I've been back in the in the trenches. Uh, I'll just start with questions here. Uh, Milo version three says, "When Fruit sings, I'll follow you into the light." As he plays games, is he having a greatest showman moment and miss singing? I'll follow you into the dark, or is it a reference to a different song? Uh, it's a classic church song. Yep. Uh, it's, in, it's ingrained at like um, people like I sung Stevis Curtis Chapman uh, during the candy or was it candy or soda challenge, and people are like what the what in the core memory just got unlocked? Yeah, I have all these bizarre Christian songs from my upbringing that are just—they're just back there, and they just come out of the most random times. Um, and yeah, there's some songs like "I'll Follow You Into the Light," and it's talking about following Jesus in heaven. Um, and it's some um, Sunday song. Sunday song. I know that. <laughs> um, Bud. Says, hey, I'll hope you're doing well. I have sort of a personal question, uh, but what wouldn't be one thing you guys wish you could change about yourself, whether that be a physical change or mental change? For instance, I wish I could get rid of my want to procrastinate everything. I've always procrastinated about every school assignment, but uh, that I did not want to do. Um, if I could change anything about me, I don't know, man. I kind of like me, thankfully. I'm kind of um, sick. Kind of vibe. 
I guess my laziness to want to learn, like books, like I wish I like like to read maybe, um, and enjoyed reading more, or just like learning about shit I didn't care about in school. Maybe just like knowing how to get through school, I guess. Well, I honestly uh, think for it. reading, and I think it's because for just about everybody, genuinely, it's just because you haven't found a book that interests you yet. Because I genuinely think if you found one where you like, you really like it, I think it'd be different. Because I've had books like that. Because I'm the same way. It's like, there's some people who can just who just read books to read books. But there are a lot of people who don't typically read. Um, especially, too, the problem is all they've ever really read was school stuff. And they're like, this sucks. And then and then it has this negative thing about it. And then they're like, okay, well, I hate reading. You just hate reading stuff you don't like, which is totally fair. But like, I felt the same way too. But then there's been books where like, I'm interested and then suddenly I can't put it down. I'm like, this is sweet. Would you got real quick. Would you guys like to guess what the number one game on Steam is right now? CSGO or Dota? That's right, baby. I'm shocked. I mean, it's usually CSGO or Dota. It's normally Dota 2, actually. Normally Dota 2 actually has more players than CS, but lately CS so. has been peaking at like a million players lately. I'll pull up. Goes CSGO, Dota, Apex, PUBG. Wow, I'm surprised. PUBG still has over 350,000 players on it. PUBG is, is massive overseas. It's all about China. Massive overseas. I think it's, it's massive India as well. Yeah, it's just not... In America, PUBG might not be huge, but it's way more popular than Fortnite overseas. It's crazy, too. The, their top record, like the top record ever on any Steam game, PUBG with 3.2 million people. That's three times bigger than anybody else has ever been um, on Steam at one point. Yeah, the handshake, um, Dota hasn't been above CSGO since about October 2019. Oh, wow. Ever since okay. then, CSGO has um, averaged more daily than Dota 2. Team Fortress with 103,000 concurrent players. That's actually pretty insane, too. Team Fortress is... Uh, with no know. update in like three years, Matt, might I add. Yeah, Team Fortress still the goat. We do love Team Fortress. Um, it's definitely like ripping at the Ridiculous. seams, though, of of what <laughs> of what is of what you can enjoy of that game. For me, like, I tried going back, and I was like, I I love this game with all my heart, but I can't do it. I heard there's <laughs> just a lot of bots. Like it's like you go into a matchmaking, and it's either you. They, get... I mean, they eventually fixed fixed it to a point, so they made it better, but. Yeah, it's um, that game is. Yeah, I've, that game I've will never probably played. never die. <laughs> I tried to show even Vault even has tried even, to kill it or, or uh, uh, Valve. <laughs> like, stop! What are you guys Please doing? Please stop! <laughs> Please stop! But like, I, I do respect it because it's like, hey, if if any community is going to actually get a new title, it's the Team Fortress community for how much they still play too. I tried showing Team Fortress two to. To fruit in the gang back in what 2018 2017 pack south and even then it's like showing your friends your favorite game and like when you show it to them it's like all these little quirks i love about this game and you're like i just know they hate like <laughs> i could just see it and it's like the same thing like i made joey play halo 3 for the first time a couple months ago 
And I was like, this is sick. And he's like, yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. for me, it's different because I remember playing this game 15 years ago. And for Joey, I'm playing a 15-year-old game. <laughs> like, it's one of those things um, where, like, I could see why people like this. I can see why they enjoy it. But I, it just doesn't quite hit the same for me. Um, and, yeah, the, like, the fan base... For Team Fortress 2, it's just like a whole another level of just stands. Um, I mean, because there's no incredible. other game like it, unfortunately. I, I, uh, would be funny to see concurrent Overwatch players. Does it currently have more than Overwatch? Uh, got a question here from Whittle. Mm -hmm. it says, have you seen the ending of Better Call Saul? If so, what'd you think? I thought it was amazing. Also, Fruit and Blue, what do you guys think of the new Pokemon that was revealed? Okay. I, I had the exact same reaction Fruit did is like I saw it and I was like, what the fuck is this? And, like, and then I saw it in motion and I was like, oh, okay, I get it. It looked way better. So I like it. It looked way better in game. Um, yeah, 100%. Yeah, once I saw it too, it looks pretty cool. It has cool typing, first ever normal poison. Sure. Um, its name is like Grafai. I don't actually know how to say it. It's also based on people were like, "Why it's so ugly?" And I was, I saw and looked it up. It's it's based on what people consider to be the ugliest animal in the world, which is like um, this monkey. So job well done. <laughs> so job well done. It's very ugly, but I also like its design. It, like animated, it makes sense. If you saw a picture of it, you'd be like, "What the fuck is yeah, that?" I it was a bug when you first posted it in the uh, DMs. Like, what is that? No. <laughs> Um, I never yeah. saw a Better Call Saul. I haven't even watched the whole series yet. Yeah, I, I don't know why. I didn't. I never had the desire to. I've never even seen an episode. I'll get there eventually. I watched, like, but, the first season, but like, and I know people are like, "Oh, if you love Breaking Bad, you're gonna love this," and I probably will. But the beautiful thing about Breaking Bad was it was so good. I watched it, and I I was full. It's like a meal. I was full, and I I felt full. And it was good. And that was and that and was they okay. Like, Here's El Camino as a dessert. I still haven't seen that. And really? I, I've heard mixed things, so I don't know if I, I want to. I think it was okay. I, I thought it was okay. But like that's it. Like I don't even need, even if it's there, I don't even really need it. Like Breaking Bad, just yeah, yummy. Okay, we're good. And I know Breaking or um, Better Call Saul is apparently really good, and I'll probably get there. I'm just not there yet. Oh. Uh, Johnny Appleseed says, got a real thinker question here. Feel free to skip if it doesn't make sense, but here it goes. I was reading up on a lot on how some people say we are a couple decades away from being able to upload our conscience to the internet, and it got me thinking. Say you can walk into a teleporter to go, uh, to go somewhere else, but the teleporter works by instantly degenerating your body and then instantly reassembling it to a secondary location. Would the conscience inside the body at the second location be you, or would it be a clone of you? And you would be dead as it is a different conscious in your body. I don't think I need any reproduction of my shitty ass, to be honest, <laughs> lad. I don't think I would ever do it. Like, if there was some, I wouldn't. Like, I'm trying to one and done. I don't want to have another generation be <laughs> fucking tarnished by me being around. Yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, if it's not your original conscious in there, but I don't know. Like... It would. I would say it's like a clone of you. 
Um, my answer. I don't know. I mean, it, it wouldn't impact me then. I don't know. I would I would do it for my other me, but I don't, yeah, I don't know if we need two of me. Big same. I think we're vibing enough with one one of me energy. Um, Fields says, "Hey, fruit. I just want to say I love the fruit summit content. I hope some of the rest of relaxation does well. Anyways, I would uh, I would love to seeing a workout stream." Seeing what tips you have and being able to share your passion with uh, would be really great. What are your thoughts? Um, yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, I did one literally at the beginning of the pandemic, way back when. Um, oh, that was like one of my favorite streams ever because your mic was so hot <laughs> yeah. that like you would drop. It was that the webcam? It would... <laughs> oh, so funny! It was like it was like the like bass boosted to another level. Um. I could maybe do some every now and then. Um, I think it would That's be your cool. Safe space. Yeah, like it would be cool showing some people and giving them some tips and stuff. But for the most part, yeah, like at the same time, though, the beauty of it is it's separate. You wait. Yeah, I'm alone. I'm vibing. I'm in my lane. Flourish. You're not making content. Hydrated. Type of thing. You don't feel like you have to make it entertaining. Right. You know, like. So if I did it, it would be very sporadic. Um, but yeah, that's kind of part of it. Just I just like being alone and uh, just time with myself. So I would never make it into a content kind of thing because some things just need to be separate. Uh, Zoes says, uh, "Hey guys, question for Fruit and Blue mostly. I don't believe you guys talked about the newest Pokemon Direct or the competitive play uh, competitive play trailer either. So just want oh, to know." We did. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, we did. Uh, we all didn't watch. Uh, seeing new stuff was cool. It just made me more depressed than anything because I really loved the Arceus battle system, and for us to act literally go backwards just felt like a. Eh, I wasn't hype about it, but I mean the new moves look cool. Well, and part of it too is like animations and stuff, like. They even pointed out, like, especially like um, contact moves, for instance. Like in Arceus, if a Pokemon was going to make contact move, they'd actually run up and then do the animation and go back. And we're back to like, there was like a photo of Grafite. I'm not sure how to say it, all the way pronunciation, but um, used like it was scratch or whatever. But instead, he just still sits where he is, and then you just see the little animation hit the dude. Beep, and he's just chilling back there. Like it's just those little things that like does it ruin the game? No, but also that we now that we had it, it just it does spoil everything after it. It just makes it feel just that like more alive too. And I don't know. It's unfortunate. Every time I see like those posts where it's like, yeah, this is actually a another downgrade from Arceus, and it's like there's they're just they, it is objective. It is a downgrade from Arceus. And people are like, who cares? It's still going to sell. And it's like, yeah, because people like you are like, it's not a big deal. It's like, what do you mean? Do you want the multi-billion? Stop defending the multi-billion dollar company. They can do better than what they put out. Everyone knows it. But be nice to the multi-billion dollar company. <laughs> Shut up. You I mean, like, liquor. Like, yeah. Like, I, want, I want Pokemon games to be sick. Why don't you? Yeah, like, it's all like I'm it's still like going to play it. But I can also still want, still want better. 
They're it's like Homer, more. like jumping in front of somebody, and it's like weirdo Twitter people who stand up. Yeah, for exactly. Corporations. <laughs> it's like, it's like I'm still gonna buy it. I'm still gonna play it because I love Pokemon. But I'm also gonna like, like, there's nothing wrong with people making their opinion known on like, hey, like, you guys are really not. You make all this money, and this is what the games look like. Like, this is the state of the games. Like, it's backwards, forwards, back and forwards. And then you got people like, who cares? Like, it's like all that extra work. It's like, shut up fucking becky and let him know <laughs> shut up becky yeah becky get you, out don't bootlick of here. The, a becky don't bootlick like... the multi don't bootlick the multi-billion dollar company making indie tier animations well it's again too like i think people fail it is the most prop like it is the most profitable the. franchise the. the most profitable the. entertainment franchise in the world the and then you're gonna look at that they're and tell Disney. me they're doing their best. The, no shot. No, the, no, no. The entertainment, like, oh, but isn't Disney entertainment? No, like no, single the franchise. franchise. Single oh, okay, franchise. Disney is a fucking Disney is like Disney is have... Skynet. But like the amount of money Pokemon accrues is greater than any other single like IP franchise. Anything like that. Single IP. No. This, this is the most profitable IP. The they make. Is it like Hello Kitty second or something weird like that? It is like weirdly up there. It's like top five or ten. Mainly because of like the insane amount of just merch or whatever it still sells in Japan. But, that, that, um, and the same can be said for Pokemon. Most of Pokemon's oh. most of Pokemon's money isn't from games, isn't from TCG. Pokemon exists it's from merchandise. Yeah, yeah. Like they don't need to make new Pokemon. They make new Pokemon so they can make new merch with like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um. Yep, it's bigger that it goes Pokemon, Hello Kitty, Mickey Mouse and Friends, Winnie the Pooh, Star Wars. People underestimate. That's crazy. The power of merchandise, especially cute animal merchandise that's branded, it's over. Um, there's even a Pokemon jet apparently that. I'm sure, but that's like somebody. Well, I mean, for them that would just be like chump change. Um, but that's the thing. It's like imagine, you know, apparently they like showed the like development timeline of Scarlet and Violet versus Arceus, and like Scarlet and Violet, like Arceus is like almost three years. It's this. There's no excuse. Now imagine because they're de- they're being developed next to each other. There's no excuse. Imagine you make a whole team, pay them an obscene amount that you can because you're Pokemon and compensate fairly, and have just one team work on like battle animations for three years. You imagine what we get out of that, but instead, and they have the money for it. They know. Yeah, they that's do. the thing. Is like it's just we've talked about this before, and we'll always harp on about this. Point is. They can do all this. They have the money too. That's not a problem. It's, just, it's that they don't have to. Yeah, but they can make eight billion dollars. They don't need. They don't need to. Instead of five billion dollars, Mister Fruit. Yeah. You know, like that three billion. You know? I don't know. It's like you have so, like this massive heart and soul that is put into Arceus, and it's not perfect by any means. Like you could tell, like they were like, let's just make like a fucking banger. Let's just put our whole Pokeussy into it, and then you go to, and then you go to their next like big. Like, all right, this is the big one. This is the this is the one we're gonna we're gonna sell it. We're gonna marketing baby. Let's go. And it's like, eh, yeah. eh. I mean, I guess. Eh. So I mean, sure. I mean, it, like, I'll always play it and stuff. But I've always talked about it. Like, every Pokemon game's always left me wanting more or being like, why did we do this? Why it, it almost seems like every time too something's going backwards. 
all the time. You have a game that pushes it so far forward, and then the next title just totally forgets about that. <laughs> Arceus to this one. <laughs> so I'm still excited because the game does look very nice. And visually, they it are is, trying has new a great things. Identity. But that's the thing. It's like, why can't we try new things and also keep keep some of the good stuff? Why do it? What well, it feels like it's always a trade off. Well, we did this, so um, we're taking this away. But why? How I bring back Mega Evolutions, you cowards! Nobody gives a fuck about terrestrializing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, someone. Last question from Canada. Says, "Up, boys, how's it going?" Uh, first off, I just wanted to thank you for being a staple of my graveyard shifts for work. You guys really come in a clutch for me. Uh, you guys have inspired me to start my own podcast with a friend. What are some advice you'd give or anything to keep note as a podcaster with no experience? Love your work and shout out to every moment I can, uh, every moment in your guys' cast. Uh, I think the most important with anything that you're doing content-wise is have fun. Uh, have fun. You know, I think everybody assumes that when you make content, people are just going to watch or something like that. And then you may upload something and people didn't watch. And then you get really down on yourself and think like and have an existential crisis and stuff like that. And I think people just need to upload content, have fun, don't have any expectations going into it. Um, but other than that, I think the most important thing with most podcasts is actually have a topic or like something that your podcast revolves around i think we're kind of lucky in the sense that we don't have to have an exact kind of idea of what our podcast is going to be about because we have mr fruit to grab the tail uh grab his tail what's the word i'm looking for coattails and just he can kind of drag us along um but i think with most podcasts it's important to kind of have a structured type of segment in terms of like what your topics are always going to be like an entertainment podcast or movie podcast or news or politics, like whatever yours is going to be. Uh, I think it's really important to kind of have um, a set idea of what your podcast is going to be about. Um, to add on to that though, I also think that though is why the GG over easy podcast is never explored in popularity or if anything, you know, waned a little bit because yeah. we're also general. Like instead we're, we're only we're only pulling from our community. Like I'd be hard pressed that many of you listening found us. You never knew about yeah. us, found the podcast and then started listening. Um like we just don't have the same appeal. So that's definitely my advice. Like don't do what we do. Um yeah. but Agreed. also Rob's on to a point. Um, or Rob has the point, but the thing too is make sure whatever it is you're passionate about um, because your passion about things coming through makes things more interesting. And so even if you're like, oh, let's make a podcast. Let's do it on uh, or I, I don't know, like sports because for some reason they're trending right now. Yeah, it's cool, but how big are you in the sports? Like, yeah, I kind of like sports. Instead, it could be like, I'm going to make a podcast about bacon pies because, my God, is that the favorite thing I like to do? And it'll be a better podcast. Um, and then that's the thing, too, is like, yeah, but bacon pies, who, there there will be a niche community for people who love bacon pies. Cream pies. Okay. Yep. Well, those two. There's a different audience, but. Um, and so like, you'll eventually find them, but I think that's, 
especially uh, same thing for like YouTube too. People try and chase certain things like, well, this is popular. Like this has a bigger base to pull from. Um, but usually a lot of the people you see who are succeeding in their things are actually just super niche. And then they eventually find that niche and it's completely fine. So whatever it is, just make sure you're passionate about it and have fun with it. Do you have anything to add on blue or be pretty much? That's pretty much it. Uh, I almost feel like you have to make the content you would want to watch is kind of the best. It's kind of the most common advice you'll get from any content creator is like make something that you know you would want to watch. And so you can't make content for other people all the time. And if you do make it for a certain thing, it has to be what content do I want to see from this you know what i mean so like you kind of have to make content for yourself almost even when you're making it for other people so like destiny for example right like you're still you're not like catering to what other people want to see you're still like okay well what destiny video do i want to see so you're still making it for yourself just in you know its own way yeah it just so happens people will watch destiny even if it's you shitting your pants live on stream they'll be like but if destiny gameplay is up they're like yo like i'll watch blue has it completely correct because even back in the day especially when i first started mr fruit um i'd like edit a video and then i'd go over to claire's but hey like look at this video i just did and then she'd watch it because she's nice and she doesn't really care but you know she loves me yeah exactly uh, but then i'd be watching too and i'd be like laughing like yeah this is great because for me, I was I was making the video. I was like, "This is this is a banger." Yeah. Um, and even now, I can go back to like a video three years ago, and I can sit and watch the whole thing through. And that's not like tooting my own horn or whatever, being like just the greatest thing ever. Just because I'm making videos that I watch and I enjoy. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't mean they're for everybody, but yeah, like that's why I was able to do it too for so long. And when I started without having any views at the time or any monetary um motivation or anything it was just simply because like this is funny i would watch this i am watching this um and for you same thing it doesn't have to be funny but like whatever kind of content you consume that's why like you know people say like you know pull inspiration and stuff because it's like when i was watching markiplier and i wanted to do a new channel i was like well what do, what do i enjoy about this and why do i enjoy it um and a lot of it was like, well, he's a funny dude with charisma and he's playing video games, but I don't care what he's playing because he just makes it interesting. And so that's what I want to do. Um, and yeah, so that's how I went about it. Well, that'll do it for the GG Over Easy podcast episode, Mr. Fruit. I believe 148, but it could be 149. Who really knows? Appreciate you guys all sticking around and listening. Appreciate all the new stands that are signing up for the GG Over Easy Patreon. Do appreciate uh, you. I see people. I see people joining that like every week, and that is huge. It keeps the podcast going. Thank you, friends. Uh, make sure you guys check out the ads that we have today. We actually have a cool, uh, a new one uh, coming this week um, that I'm kind of excited about, but it's also kind of a, a kind of a gray area one. <laughs> okay, great. Can't wait. <laughs> um so yeah with that thank you guys we will see you next week be sure to uh leave a review like if you haven't already on your platform of choice
um, because we'll read one. <clears throat> you want to? You yep, yep. Pulling up. Well, now. we'll get one for the intro, but I'm saying before, as we remember, yeah, because yep. we're going to do that again consistently. Hopefully, maybe, oh, probably. Um, we'll do it consistently for a couple podcasts and then forget <laughs> yeah. about it. Probably. It's like everything I do in life. Um, so love you guys. Doses. Love you guys. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.